still hungover. Seriously, it's ridiculous. I, I think I actually feel slightly worse today than I did yesterday. Although today and yesterday just pale in comparison to how bad I felt on Sunday. All worth it, mind. 100% worth it. I don't know what time I got home. I don't know. I do remember somewhere discarding the Warhammer uh, protest sign along the way. So that's any- anyone's guess where that is now. Someone, someone in Peckham has been very confused while uh, <laughs> discovering that. And I, I, I woke up at about 8 o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning and thought, oh, I actually feel fine. Oh, that's pretty cool. What a result. Missed, dodged a bullet on that one. Uh, got out of bed to go to the lavatory. And on the short journey from the bed to the lavatory, my entire universe collapsed in on itself. And I, before I even whittled, I was sick quite powerfully into the bowl. And um, it really just got worse from there. I ended up staying in bed until four o'clock in the afternoon uh, when I was rudely awakened by my mother uh, returning my dog, who was very loud. She was, <laughs> God bless her, very loud. And then yesterday, I think I felt okay. I didn't drink anything yesterday, didn't drink anything on Sunday. Today, I feel fucking hungover again. So it's some sort of delayed onset hangover syndrome. I don't know, Jesus, Lobsters. fucking hell, um, morning everyone, bloody hell, I'll tell you what, Saturday was a bit of alright, wasn't it, thanks so much to everyone that came down and made it an absolutely enormously enjoyable experience from beginning to end, uh, everyone played fantastically, the shoe throwing competition was absolutely ridiculous, uh, 10 out of 10 to Carl who won the first annual Threshold.fm shoe throwing a super awesome mega sexy fun club competition uh, we had f- three or four rounds i think uh, narrowing it down from about 30 or so contenders to just a final two and then there was a worrying moment where it actually looked like um there was a chance that someone could win who had never actually listened to the show before <laughs> which would have been a disaster but luckily our boy our man our hero of the day carl came through with an absolute Huna of a final throw, uh, throwing to the Messiah, the um, noisier remix of Messiah. Oh, baby boys and baby girls, it was beautiful. Um, we celebrated with Buckfast in the park, and um, it, it was it was truly wonderful. Um, we will we will have more catch ups on the uh, <laughs> on the party as the day goes on. There is much to discuss of the antics and the japes and the hijinks, the skullduggery, um, and the hoo-ha, the roughhousing, and the... Lobsters. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and uh, Memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. 
Uh, Wesley came out for uh, a small, a few s- snatches, uh, a few little little moments uh, during during Saturday, and was mobbed every time. People demanding selfies, people wanting autographs, people wanting to kiss him, people wanting to interfere with his with his his, his downstairs mix up. Uh, I had to put him away. I lost a lot of stuff uh, on on Saturday. I lost. Um, Various, uh, all, all the lobsters, all the blow-up lobsters, they're all gone. Uh, the other golden shoe, that's gone. Uh, my headphones, they're gone, although Dee's got them. Luckily, he's posting them back. He's a good boy. Uh, uh, my bag of uh, Threshold T-shirts, they're gone. Don't know where they went. Um, a large buy of my dignity. Quite a significant amount of um, <laughs> money from my bank account, even though I had drinks tokens. God only knows. Oh, a few, uh, many rounds of, of, of shots. That'll do it. Um, thanks to all the DJs uh, that played. Uh, Jen, wonderful. Mitten, wonderful. Matt Wright, wonderful. Uh, Squiff, wonderful. Duff, wonderful. Um, Joe was wonderfully sick into the toilets. I was I was in the cubicle just availing myself of a nose beer and a, 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 a deranged, hairy communist came bursting through the door. I went, Aah! and he went, Aah! and um, then availed himself of the sink. It was fine. The bouncers were, were lovely about it. They uh, allowed him to get his staff to say all his goodbyes and to leave the premises, uh, still with uh, bits of sick festooned in his beard. It was um, it was great times. It was, really, uh, it was <laughs> wonderful scenes, incredible, powerful scenes. Um, but God, it's Tuesday, Suicide Tuesday. We will be fine, though. We will get through it together, like us only us lobsters know how to do. Um, bloody hell, I'm already, yeah, so I'm already um, thinking about what we can do next time. I kind of feel like we could have a threshold pool party. That could, that could, be, uh, that could be a good one. I'm so up for the, like, the day raves are definitely the way forward at a sort of non-club environment because what was one of the nicest things about it? Because if it had just been in a club, no one really would have spoken to each other and people wouldn't have mingled in the same way. But because it was in a pub with a nice garden, you could be outside and have the music outside, and blah, 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 everyone got to know each other and everyone... Everyone bonded and everyone snogged passionately and made sweet, sweet love. And it was a kind of deranged lobster orgy. It was wonderful. And um, we're definitely, definitely going to be doing that again very soon. Uh, right, look, God, what have we got in terms of bloody news? Mm-hmm. I tell you what, there's some, there's some hot, <laughs> some hot joints uh, in the um, shoe throwing cannons, in the Warhammer cannons uh, today. Uh, some real, real duvet removers. Uh, Prolix, uh, Prolix who sent me a sa- sassy message uh, during the uh, during the event on Saturday after I posted the she throws our genre protest board. He's like, it was just driving past there. I could have said hi. Okay, well never mind. Next time, bye. All right, mate. Cheers. Uh, his album is out now. It's called Murder Mile. See, I don't know if he thinks he's hard or something. Um, but anyway, Chinkles Savages again. I don't know if he thinks he's hard or something. But it's fuck. God, yeah, some naughty bits on that album. Uh, DC Breaks, remix of Tantrum Desire, track called Airhead, nice bit, and play another bit of, of that uh, Mean Teeth. Bring Back the Funk LP, uh, one called Bad Man Sound. Uh, so that's fine. God, in terms of uh, uh, news, some good bits. Uh, Schoolboy wakes from three-week coma after smelling favourite Lynx deodorant. <laughs> That's the spirit, young king. Uh, yet yeah, nothing like Lynx Africa to rouse a young boy from a coma. <laughs> uh, 
uh, shameless seagull uh, tries to steal an entire loaf of bread from Poundland. Absolute savagery. Uh, pensioner gets Satnav. Oh, pensioner sets Satnav for Rome. Uh, ends up in Germany. Good stuff. Good bloody stuff. A uh, man wakes up from drunken night out to find that he's chopped his own penis off, or it has been chopped off. Don't know whether or not it was him or someone else. Anyway, it's gone. Uh, and a few updates actually on some recent stories. Um, sacked train conductor. Uh, you may remember her from Friday. Uh, she was sacked for making pornos. On the train after hours. <laughs> oh, you've not paid your fare. Oh dear. There's only one kind of punishment for you. Listen, if someone skipped the fare, yeah, noshing them off isn't much of a punishment. I'm going to be honest with you. It's almost like you might be encouraging fare dodging at that point. Just a thought. Uh, what have we got? Uh, yeah, women tastes a bizarre, bizarre, newly discovered penis-shaped clam, and her reaction is hilarious. Uh, yeah, it's not bad, actually. And a little bit of a catch-up on a ghost marriage. Woman who married 300-year-old ghost pirate needed an exorcism after violent breakup. So I'm very saddened to hear that uh, marrying ghosts isn't perhaps always the Mills and Boone romance story and the happily ever after that perhaps you well assume it would be really i mean i personally struggle to imagine what could possibly go wrong um by marrying the ghost of a 300 year old pirate you know what man maybe 300 year old pirates need to get their act together you know it's, we're living in very different times you know they perhaps pirating is it's kind of dying out a little bit the swashbuckling the skullduggery you know the barrels of rum the peg legs they just don't go down in 2019. Pirates are deeply problematic. Pirates are misogynistic, uh, transphobic. Um, they are they they don't they don't un- they don't understand the vegan lifestyle. Um, they are they're right wing. Uh, they're populists, and they pro- I don't know where would where do pirates fall on the political spectrum? Probably quite low low right, I would imagine. Um, they're probably anarcho-capitalists. Anyway, Jesus, we can get into that. Um, also, um, bloody uh, good boy, friend of the show, Inside Info, uh, sent me his new record, and it's amazing. Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, in fact, I'll play it now. Bloody hell. This is called Airwaves by Inside Info, and it features Rhyme Star. Yeah, buckle up for this one. This is definitely a duvet remover. Uh, a few thoughts on pirates. Uh, Mattis thinks pirates are gay. Um, Chode Rider, hashtag not all pirates. Fair.
something wrong with the stream on Facebook. YouTube seems fine. Facebook can just fuck off, basically. Just on very many, on many levels. Yeah, um, that's Airwaves by Inside Info, uh, out soon, I presume. Uh, that's <laughs> freaking naughty, isn't it? Uh, just throw it all in there. You know, just get it all in, get some amens in, why not? Have a couple of different tempos. <laughs> Who cares? Not me. That's absolutely... Well, Paul, well done. Well done. I think I speak for all of us when I say, well done. Bloody good tune. Right, come on then, let's get into some news. That's why we're here, aren't we? I guess, maybe, sort of. Uh, where are we? Chrome, come on, we can do this, guys. Um, nine reasons why women live longer than men. Um, this seems good. Penis stuck in spanner. Uh, we'll get into this uh, later. I want to get into this ghost pirate. Where is she? It is woman who married 300-year-old ghost pirate needed exorcism. Exorcism after violent breakup. Amanda Teague, 47 says she was married to a Haitian pirate called Jack, who died in the 1700s after being executed for thieving on the high seas. Execute for thieving. Um, that's going to run out of batteries. Good, eh? Um, a woman who claims she married a 300-year-old ghost pirate uh, has told how he nearly killed her after she broke off the relationship. Oh, dear. Amanda Teague was forced to undergo an exorcism after she says her former soulmate turned nasty and possessed her. Uh, in 2016... Uh, she claimed to have married the Haitian pirate called Jack, who died in the 1700s after being executed for thieving on the high seas. She says uh, her union left her hospitalised after claiming she discovered that her husband was not all he made himself out to be. These pirates, they cannot be trusted. I'm telling you, look, they were different times back then. The ru- Different rules applied. A lot of rules did not apply in the 1700s. You can't just go around messing with 300-year-old pirates, expecting them to you know, expecting them to behave like, you know, decent, honest, God-fearing folk of, of, of 2019 fame. The 47-year-old who previously worked as a Captain Jack Sparrow impersonator is now warning people about casually, casually dabbling in spirituality. Yeah, don't fuck about with it, guys, all right? She said, after two weeks of marriage, I started to get health problems. Oh, dear. Oh, that... Is that her possessed by him? Oh, no, she's just doing the Captain Jack Sparrow impersonation routine. Not bad impersonation, that, I will say. She's um, she's taking that one quite seriously. Don't know about the packet of fags. Don't know whether or not they had packets of, um, packets of Super King back in those days. But anyway, um, I started to get uh, reoccurring uh, perennial abscesses. Uh, per- uh, perennial? Perennial? Uh, I was also suffering from... Uh, cirrhosis uh, about four or five months in uh, when things started to really go downhill uh, I went back to some of the people that I had communicated with Jack uh, I know the symptoms of possession and part of its ill health uh, so I was concerned 
I was concerned uh, that it was to do with the relationship because of the timeline. Uh, but I was assured that he was a lovely spirit who wouldn't harm me. Hmm. Uh, but after her dog Toby died, Amanda said she spotted a major red flag about the relationship. She said, I knew his passing was imminent and I'd asked Jack to keep him until it was my time so we'd all be together. I mean, the dogs don't live forever, mate. Um, but Toby uh, wouldn't go to Jack. Uh, he was incredibly aggressive and wouldn't go near him. Uh, in the end, uh, he had to go to my mother because he didn't want to be near him and was quite intuitive about people, about ghosts, apparently. So this was a big red flag for me. Yeah, if your dog doesn't get on with your ghost pirate husband, pff, that's rough, man. Uh, shame to have got rid of the dog instead, though. Um, uh, but Amanda of Downpatrick, Northern Ireland, uh, says that whilst the couple moved on from the incident, her health began to get worse. I was getting abscesses recurring all the time after Jack and I would have any sexual relationship. Oh, no, he's got the clap. That is a problem. Pirates were riddled. Absolutely riddled. They had the pox and the lurgy and the, the, all manner of it. Uh, it was something that was on the back of my mind. I'd never had these before I was with Jack. Mm. The 47-year-old even cut off sex with a ghost in order to see if that helped. said, once I stopped having sexual intercourse with Jack... Uh, the abscesses started to improve. This is fucking weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, and I'd say that was literally the best three weeks I'd had since we got married. So anyway, one night a friend of mine got married to her spiritual partner and Jack and I ended up being intimate. The very next day, the abscess was back with a vengeance. Uh, so then I started to get really concerned. Uh Pastor kisses young woman on the lips to rid her body of demons. Oh, that old routine, eh? Um, in May last year, Amanda was whisked off to hospital for surgery after developing sepsis. She said, I almost died. I was in hospital for a week. Uh, I had to take my wedding ring off when I went into surgery. Uh, they must have cut the energy. That must have cut the energy link between us because I felt totally different after the operation. You know, I don't... Uh, <laughs> now, I don't want to... Mm, do you think maybe it was the operation that helped? That was sort of why you were there. Um, I reconnected with my own spiritual team and really saw a pattern about my health. I really saw alarm bells. Uh, he had obviously been blocking communication with my spiritual team. Just not forwarding on emails and that, that sort of thing. Just making running interference. Um, so I could see very, very clearly that he had been stealing my energy. Bastard, that's pirates for you. They're thieves, though. Look, he got executed for thieving, yeah? Like, oh, God. What's with these girls? They're always like, they're like a bad boy, don't they? And then they're shocked when he turns out to be a bad boy. Like, yeah, look, he was executed for thieving, and now you're going, on, yeah, it turns out he's stealing my energy. Oh, God. Unbelievable. Like, reminds me of an old, old fable of an old woman who's walking home and she sees a group of boys kicking a snake to death. And she runs in and shoes away the boy and rescues the snake. The snake says, thank you very much. And she takes the snake home and nurses him. And two weeks later, after she's nursed the snake back to health, uh, she reaches in to give him some food and he bites her and she gets poisoned. And just before she dies, she says, why? I rescued you. And he says, you knew I was a snake when you picked me up. And there you have it. Don't marry 300-year-old pirates who've been executed for thieving and then expect them not to thieve off you, Okay. God's sake, pains me to have to tell old wives' tales on the show, but I feel like it might be the only thing that will get through to some people. 
But Amanda sought help for, from a former close friend who had warned against the spiritual union. I see. You always go running back to your mates who warned you about it. First. Like, I'm sorry. I, I, no, I didn't. I, sh- I shouldn't have married the pirate. I know you said. I know you said. You said. Yeah, I know. I know. Don't say I told you. I know. I know. I know. She said, I had, one, I had one person who had turned around to me and said that he thought I was what I was doing was dangerous. Uh, I had a big row with him, uh, but I picked up the phone and told him that I thought he was right. Uh, the pals warned Amanda that she could have been possessed by Jack and that she should talk to him about it. Uh, but when she says she confronted him, she claimed he threatened to kill her if she attempted to break off the spiritual union. She said his reaction when I told him uh, he had to leave was that he wasn't going to. Uh, and if I tried to have an exorcism to get rid of him, he was going to kill me. It was terrifying seeing a completely different side to the lovely spirit of the 300-year-old pirate executed for thieving that I'd got married <laughs> married to. But I knew in my heart that if I didn't get rid of him, my health was going to be so bad I was probably going to die anyway. Incredibly, following the exorcism in December, Amanda, Amanda says her health has drastically improved. Um, she said previously I'd had an MRI scan in November which showed that my bowel was perforated that something uh, that's something that doesn't heal without surgery so I had an exorcism and incredibly it healed up proof proof if proof be need be uh, I've not had any more abscesses or bowel problems since then I went to the hospital recently and the junior doctor called in a consultant uh, because she had never seen this before if I hadn't got the exorcism, I think I'd definitely have had to be going around with the colostomy bag. Now Amanda has written a book about her experiences. Oh, here we go. Here we go. She's, she's selling a book. Uh, now Amanda has written a book about her experiences, and she says she has sworn off all spiritual work. Uh, she's added, I, am, I quit it all because I'm terrified. The book, A New Attitude, can be purchased from Amazon. Well, I look forward to uh, leafing through that. I'm sure it'll be an absolute romp of a read. And not in any way complete and utter madness for cash. Uh, well, bless her. Um, I'm, I'm pleased that she has got rid of her her problematic lover. And I just hope it stands as a war- warning to everyone about marrying ghost pirates. I just think it's, um, it's deeply problematic, particularly in 2019. Um, right, let's see what else we've got in terms of um, Warhammers. Let's play this new Prolix bit then. Come on, let's um, stop messing around. Imagine just talking absolute bollocks and then asking people to buy your book. 
Anyway, I'm recording the next episode of Jungle Ate My Hamster Layer tonight. <laughs> Savages. Savages. This is naughty. God. It's always nice when it's just slightly out of time. That's Savages by Prolix, uh, featuring Sounds Like Virus Syndicate. I'm assuming. I'll, uh, pfft, yeah, assumption is the mother of all. Anyway, guys, listen. Yeah, this is going to trigger me. <laughs> Harry Potter super fans have Hogwarts-themed wedding. Of course they fucking do. Look at that. Well, they look sweet, don't they? They do look sweet. And, you know, God bless them. that They're, they're, they're happy, aren't they? Yeah. I'd like to say... um. 
you know, they're not hurting anybody in the process, but presumably they had guests at the wedding. <laughs> that must have been quite traumatic for those people. Um, it was certainly, I, I just wouldn't have gone, basically. I don't mean, even if it was like my brother getting married, you know, I'd, you know, I'd just, just jog it on. You know, anyway, Tom Woods of uh, The Lad Bible, um, which is a, like a website, I guess, um, reports. Uh, where's all the bollocks? Anyway, newlyweds, uh, Rhea Scriggins, wow, and Matthew Tipper, the Scriggins-Tipper combo, wow, fell in love when after discovering uh, that they bu- they were both super fans of J.K. Rowling's children's books. <laughs> uh, nicely put, Tom Woods. Uh, now, when they decided to celebrate their union at Leicester's uh, Glenfeld Town Hall yesterday, uh, they couldn't think of a more fitting way uh, than to make everything Harry Potter themed. Look at them, they've got fucking wands. He's got bloody Potter glasses on. Uh, It's a disgrace. Um, That included arriving to the wedding, a wedding venue dressed in the robes of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, bringing along an owl with them. What, a live owl? Uh, and the bride wore uh, wore a dressed base on oh, fucking hell, Tom Woods. He's the worst. And the bride wore a dress based entirely on one of Hermione Granger wore one that fucking Nora wore in the film series. Of course, there were wands and broomsticks and all sorts. But the couple couple definitely enjoyed celebrating their special day in a world of magic. Thirty four year old Rhea who sports a Harry Potter-style lightning scar tattoo on her wrist. The scar is on his head, not on his wrist. If you're going to do it, do it properly or not at all. She says, I grew up reading stories and I like every time I watch the films that chase me back to when I was younger. <laughs> it looks that looks that. I should speak, I guess. Before I met Matthew, I'd never met someone who I liked as much as me. But he's just as passionate about Harry as I am. It's wonderful to be able to share that with someone. And when we decided to get married, it seemed obvious to have a party to say, even that, like... Everything about the Harry Potter, everything about the wedding's Harry Potter themed, even the vows. I said, after this, after all this time... Which is one of my favourite quotes from Dumbledore. And Matthew simply said, Always, it were perfect. That means absolutely nothing to me. Um, for those who don't know, that's a reference to Severus Snape's secret love for Harry Potter's mum, Lily. Oh, racy. Rhea continued, I studied the movies to cram as many Harry Potter details into the wedding. Uh, even the tables had little golden snitches on them. Uh, which are little Ferrero Rocher chocolates with wings on them. Oh, lovely stuff. Although it is a real owl. They've got a real owl in a cage. Uh, that owl really is posing for the picture. I'm quite impressed with that. See, the kids are getting well into it. Uh, I think the adults, not so much. Um, yeah. My dress is white. It's the same style as one of Hermione, the one Hermione wears for the Yule Ball from the Triwizard Tournament in the fourth film. 31-year-old Matthew, also dressed for the occasion, wearing a burgundy Gryffindor-coloured suit. I think it's particularly fun uh, to dress up, for your wedding to basically dress up as someone else. You don't think that maybe on your wedding day would be the one day when you're really sort of supposed to be yourself. You know, the day, like, uh, like you're at the altar. What's going on here? Are we marrying each other or are we marrying fictional characters? What's what's the situation? Uh, you've probably, you'll probably guess this already. 
but they're now off to Harry Potter Studios for a VIP experience that's part of their honeymoon. Uh, I hope they never come back. Um, well, as long as they're happy. Yes, exactly. And what I also think is good is that you, you get sort of two nutters like this, and if you put them together, then they don't inflict their madness onto um, the rest of society. Well, not quite as much as society, because, if, you know... Otherwise, if they go off and marry people who are not obsessed with Harry Potter, then that's two people who don't have to put up this nonsense. Whereas, you know, it's I think it's good. It's fine. It's good. I, I'm happy for them. You know, God, God bless them. Bless their eyes. Um, you know, I don't agree with their lifestyle choices. You know, I don't. I don't agree. I mean, I I, I just hope that none of the tax that I pay uh, ever goes to helping. You know, them do anything. You know, but. Pfft. Glad they exist, you know. They make the world a more colourful place, but they're just—they're not coming round, okay, for dinner or you know for drinks or anything. Then just—they're not allowed around the house. Is what I'm saying, but you know, God bless them. <laughs> no, they seem sweet. Good luck, good luck, good luck, guys. Good luck. Um. Anyway, update on um that uh school children um putting jeers into pancakes uh, in the home act class um there's been a confiscation police seized baggy uh with off-white liquid substance in probe of vile middle school crepe tainting <laughs> um police probing ohio middle school students for allegedly putting urine and semen into crepes uh, they served to teachers, seized a clear plastic baggie with off-white liquid substance from one of the teenage suspects, according to the police report. <sighs> Kids these days. Uh, sheriff's investiga- Sheriff investigators determined that two quarters of boys... T- what? Two... What? Two quartets. Two quartets of boys were involved in separate... Two quartets. Two quart... Two quartets. Am I missing something here? What the fuck does that mean? Two quartets of boys were involved in uh, separate food tainting incidents last Thursday at uh, Hyatt's Middle School in Powell, a city 15 miles north of Columbus. One group of students, uh, one group of suspects, all of whom are 14, uh, is suspected of placing semen in crepes that were prepared in a global gourmet home economics class. <laughs> A police report notes that a 24-year-old female teacher and a second individual were victimised by the teens who could face assault, disorderly conduct and failure to report a felony charges. Right. Since Delaware County Sheriff's Office deputies were told that video of the incident has been recorded, three iPhones were confiscated from the suspects. Additionally, deputies seized a clear plastic baggie of off-white liquid substance. Investigators suspect that the baggie uh, which was sent to the police lab for testing, contains semen. The second, the second incident, uh, which occurred later in the day, on May 16th, involved three 14-year-old students and a 15-year-old pupil. Deputies uh, believe the boys, who could face felony assault raps, placed urine in food that was consumed by a 48-year-old male teacher and three other victims. It was only after the crepes had been eaten uh, by the victims. Crepes, crepes, crepes. Um, blood don't step on my crepes, uh, had been eaten by the victims that the school personnel learned of a troubling video that was circulating among students. The clip appeared to show semen being added to the crepes. Uh, today is the last day of classes at uh, Hyatt's Middle School. When the police probe of the alleged food alterations is completed, the county prosecutor's office will, be, will make a final charging decision. 
This uh, being America, that could definitely be the end of the lives of those children. They'll be put into some sort of juvenile detention centre and almost certainly never never leave. Keen to get updates on it, though. Um, yeah, they've certainly got significant DNA evidence against that. Although I would imagine, I don't know whether or not, like, can they take DNA from 14-year-olds without... If the parents go, no, can't can't do it. Are they illegally allowed to? Don't know. Don't know. Uh, well, you know, God bless them all in a way. No, hold on. Look, don't be doing that. Don't be putting. <laughs> don't be don't be jizzing in your teacher's grapes. Come on, man. Just like some salt, some some lemon. You know, a bit of sugar, a bit of jam, some butter. But please hold the vitamin D if you know what I mean. Um, anyway, uh, what else have we got here? Uh, let's have this um, Mean Teeth Badman sound uh, routine. It's um, it's a nice bit. So I have some good footage of the shoe-throwing competition on Saturday, which I will edit. Later, I imagine. There's some fun bits. A uh, particularly fun bit was Rumble, uh, who had obviously been training for, for the competition, uh, so, saying... Look how far I can throw a shoe. I bet I can get that tree. Launching his shoe and it just getting stuck in the top of the tree. And then about 10 minutes later, climbing up the tree to find it and then realising he climbed the wrong tree. <laughs> That's impressive behaviour. I think he was using performance-enhancing drugs as well. Heat in one package. 
Batman sound by uh, Mean Teeth. Nice solid bit of gear. Yeah. I just walk in, play like the sickest sets. People just go nuts. Sax train conductor opening her own porn studio. Hi, sure. Amelia Ward um, racking up oh, 26 shares on this. Um, she says, if you, cast your, if you cast your mind back all the way to yesterday, you'll remember the German train conductor who was fired for making porn in the carriages as a bit of a side hustle. Um, well, you can't keep a good person down. And the woman, known only as Teresa W., has bounced right back from losing her job by deciding to start her own porn studio. Improvise, adapt, overcome. Uh, Teresa defended the videos in which uh, in which it looks like she's swearing, swearing, swearing her work uniform, telling German what looks like she's swear. Oh, looks like she's wearing her work uniform. Yes, she is. Uh, telling German newspaper Bild the videos are a private affair that are on the internet that you can watch. Um, however, the former train guard. Uh, has she now, fucking Nora, has said she will now work full-time in the porn industry and plans to open her own BDSM movie studio. For her, man, modern problems require modern solutions. Uh, She's been seen posing in her train guard uniform as a strict dominatrix, punishing male passengers when they are caught fair-dodging. Again, I will say, noshing them off is probably not that much of a punishment. Uh, the videos have been posted on porn sites with titles like Fair Dodger Court on Lady Ashley's Train. Uh, <laughs> uh, in one of the films, Teresa poses as a dominatrix in a uni- What? That's that's the same... Oh, God. I just... Every... I don't know why it surprises me. I don't know why I find it shocking every day. I mean, Jesus Christ. Okay, so that's just a slightly reworded... Uh, version of the sentence above. The sentence above is, she was seen posing in her train guard uniform as a strict dominatrix, punishing male passengers when they were caught fair dodging. Uh, two, two sentences later, in one of the films, Teresa poses as a dominatrix in her uniform and punches a male passenger who has dodged his fare. I mean, just come on, like, does they, like, they're just like, not looking, not bothering to look while they're writing it. Okay, post. No, no thought to reread what is a really short article. What is probably three hundred words, you know, before before posting it. She apparently says in the video, "So, my little friend, I've caught you. Now I'll show you what I do with passengers who haven't paid their fares. Pull your trousers down. I want to see your naked." Uh, that's got three asterisks behind. So I'm going to guess go with anus <laughs> to see your naked anus. 33-year-old Teresa then threatens the passenger with a whip. Uh, Another of the films allegedly sees her invite a man into the driver's cab to shoot an erotic scene. Uh, She slated the company for sacking her, saying her former employer at German Rail, Deutsche Bahn, has no reason to dismiss her, and that they're very naughty boys, (laughs) and if she ever catches up with them, they're in big, big trouble. Uh, However, the company said that just the use of the uniform of her out-of-work activities was enough to dismiss her. <laughs> Authoritarian madman. And they also threatened her with further legal action once uh, evidence had been looked at. 
However, the publicity has encouraged the entrepreneurial gal to explore her creative side, having started a crowdfunder to open her S&M studio. Better be a link. Uh, There's no link. She posted on a crowdfunding website writing, My style is unmistakable. My style is unmistakable. Even in my private life, I love to slip in my costumes. Uh, with your help, I would like to raise the, the, uh, some Deutschmarks in order to finally be able to become who I truly am. Sadly for Teresa, it was closed down for breaching the site's terms and conditions. Oh, what? Is there not some sort of, like, porny Kickstarter? Like, I don't know, I'd want to raise enough money to see how many dicks I can fit in my ass. It must be. Come on, Pornhub, this has got to be your next gig. Come on. Um, porn funder. Come on, guys, this is great. You dragon stand this shit. Um, uh, she, told the, um, <laughs> she told the local media, it is my dream, the dream of my own studio. Uh, she just needs a bloody break, doesn't she? I don't know about a bloody break. Anyway, slightly bizarre thing down here I saw earlier. Jennifer Lopez says men are useless until they turn 33. <laughs> Why? What's this based on? Um... Oh, don't mess me around, internet. Oh, God's sake. Okay, well, just... J-Lo. Fuck off, J-Lo. That's it. I've had enough of you. Fine. Um, Look, man wakes up from drunken night out to find his penis has been chopped off. (sighs) Well, look, I was pretty hungover on Sunday, yeah, but clearly things can always be worse. Um, a man woke up from a drunken night out uh, with his pals to find his penis had been cut off. But that put his hangover into perspective. The man, named as Tan by media in China, uh, where the incident happened, went out on the 7th of May. Out on 7 May. He went out on 7 May uh, with some mates for drink some food. He ended up passing out drunk after knocking back half a litre of strong rice wine. He was awoken by a sharp pain at around 5am and saw that he was covered in blood. The 44-year-old looked down and saw that his penis was almost entirely cut off, hanging on by a couple of centimetres of skin, according to a report in the Global Times. Tan called out for his brother, and the pair went uh, to went to straight hospital. Uh, the pair went to straight hospital, but due to the um, delicate nature of the indus- injury, several hospitals were unable to help, as they were not equipped for such an op. So the poor fellow was turned away. He was eventually redirected to the Zhangya Hospital of Central South University in Changsha, the capital city of central China's Huan province, uh, where expert microsurgeons treated him. Uh, SETN reports. Following a seven-hour surgery, medics were able to reattach the man's member, managing to painstakingly repair his urethra, blood vessels, and spongy tissues. Uh, he spent a week in hospital under close observation from doctors and nurses and is said to be making a good recovery. Associate Dr. Wu Panfeng told the Sanjiang Metro newspaper uh, that the repair operation uh, was actually made more difficult due to the fact that the penis wasn't completely severed. Uh, he explained uh, that it had, if it had been fully unattached, it could have been popped onto ice and been preserved um, where, uh, where until doctors were able to operate. As it was... Time is very much of the essence uh, if they hope to get it back on. Although it's still early days, doctors hope that in time, Tan will regain full sexual function. However, understandably, the incident has left him rather shaken up. According to reports, he was in a state of shock 
uh, and days later still refuses to communicate with anyone or disclose who carried out the act against him. He's also refusing to go to the police. Man, I want to know what happened. Did he do it to himself? Was it a um, was it a jilted lover? Uh, was it a um, a prostitute with a dark, dark heart? Who knows? Because it's not going to be a prostitute with a heart of gold, is it? This is going to be no pretty woman situation. Good Lord, no. Um, yeah, terrifying, terrifying times. Um, not ideal. Um, pensioner, pensioner sets sat now for Rome, ends up in Germany. Good stuff. An 81-year-old man ended up in Germany by accident. Oh, <laughs> this is like the Withdown, I think. We've come on holiday by mistake. <laughs> uh, trying to get from Newcastle to Rome. The pilgrim OAP was on a mission to see the Pope and decided to make his way there by car. He was surprised when his navigation system told him that he had arrived despite no signs or any of the famous buildings or architecture. I like... I appreciate you just sort of follow a sat now, don't you, once you put it in. But, like, when you see the signs of, like, Germany, is Germany really on the way to Rome? Surely not. Like, a bit. Uh, the man, who hasn't been named, parked up. Why is he parked on top of a sign for... What, has, what on earth has happened here? He was surprised when his navigation system told him he had arrived, despite there no signs of famous buildings or architecture. The man, who hasn't been named, parked up, but didn't put on the handbrake of his Jaguar on properly. Didn't put the handbrake of his Jag on properly. The car rolled back, and in a stunning display of irony, rolled backwards into a sign saying ROM. <laughs> this is amazing. The small town in North Rhine, uh, West Falia, he had mistakenly plugged into the sat-nav. Police said the uh, <laughs> car had come to a halt after hitting a sign, but did not appear to be seriously damaged, although an ambulance was called to check on the pensioner. There's the Pope there, as you can see, um, with one of his tentacles sticking out the top of him, uh, giving the famous Zig Heil uh, salute, as they all know him for. Uh, police spokesman uh, Monica uh, Tratula said the man was on a pilgrimage. He was on his way to Rome. He was hoping to visit the Pope. The man who lives in the UK is originally Italian, uh, but might have been confused by the fact that Rome is written Roma in Italian and Rom in German. God bless him. I hope he gets to meet the Pope and makes passionate love to him. Uh, that's that's all I hope. Oh God. Um, how long we got? Oh, look, I think we got a tough time. But let's just bang this um, this DC Breaks remix of Tantrum Desire on. It's called Airhead. I don't know if it's in reference to the um, to the film Airheads. That's a good film. Brendan Fraser. Am I right? Good film. <laughs> Like the bit where they start chanting Kill Whitey. <laughs> oh, God. That is from Airheads, isn't it? Yeah, they take over the radio station. Oh, I might have to give that another watch. Big Hugh Downers in the chat. Hugh, I've never played on CDJs before, but know how to absolutely smash it down, as they're calling him now.
That's outrageous. Uh, that, that's a contender for Shoes Row of the Week, undoubtedly. Jesus. Coming up at 11, or probably about three minutes past 11, as I just realised it's not set up properly, is Parallaxed. Roll call. A fine member of the Threshold community. Playing a fine bunch of shoe-throwing goodness. So yeah, just give me a couple of minutes here. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, that's the uh, DC Breaks remix of Airhead by Tantrum Desire, and that that's fine. That is, There are no problems with that whatsoever. Um, right, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening today, you fine bunch of humans. I am... Eternally, uh, I, f- I feel very, very blessed and warmed and heartened um, with how lovely it was to meet you all on Saturday. You are genuinely a bunch of decent, honest, God-fearing folk out for a better way of life. And uh, it was an absolute pleasure. And we will do many, many more of those in the future. I do hope, and to everybody that didn't get a chance to make it down, don't worry. There will be many more excuses for shoe-throwing and uh, <laughs> you know other things. And... Um, <laughs> a special thanks uh, to I think it's probably uh, probably prudent not to name them, uh, but uh, who were able to fashion some special lobster pingers. That is quite incredible. <laughs> um, yes, God bless you. Um, right, so just cha- just a chance for the VIP list. Um, this is the last week um, to if you want your name in the app. It's it's the end of the month on Friday. And that, that will be the last day. Uh, so you need to be on the VIP list by then or uh, you won't get your name in the founders list on the app, um, the new app. So uh, just a warning. Anyway, uh, it's Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mushin, Squidgy Beats, Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Ansar, Thomas Hall... Uh, Cho Ryder, uh, oh, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Cho Ryder, Andrew Harshabrack, John Finneson, the BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief, Cooper, Gennady Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Tender Bartender, Lady Squiffington, Lee and the Menace Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, the Governor, no STDs, Justin Mercer, Ramsen C, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Elson, Tyron Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Doc McGuess, Sidetrans, Ashley Sabrina, John Bates, Nicholas Lossy, Damon Rayner, Chris Brakes. Uh, the Build, uh, Carissa Bartholson, Odin Bates, Lee Fuller, D, Daniel Jemby, Flaxis, Alexander Cassidy, Matt Wright, Dylan Laws, Grant Sullivan, not that Tom Robinson, subscribe on YouTube, Greg Cornford, Grace Sellers, Dab Smasher, Connor Smythe, Chris, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Saw, Chris Shaw, Mr. Happy, the German Trans Overlord of DB, Ranking Makes Uplifting Vocal Sergeants under the alias Cosmic Waft. Uh, Cosmic Waft is such a good name. Uh, keep your cool tool in the motor pool, but don't let your meat life. Nick Brock, Mustang, Philly, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Sam House, uh, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunt. Hitchmuffs, Eltec, Willay, Ben Virgo, not Dan Virgo, uh, Den Tweed, Lupe Salazar, uh, Wojtek, Records, you're going to have to help me out with that one, Wodge. Um, My Hill, Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, and Gordon Price, you wonderful, powerful beasts, helping to keep this show on track and allowing me to do it every day. Um, You're wonderful. I love you. Um, I will see you tomorrow at 10 a.m for more of this madness and uh, God bless you go out and be good um, I'm trying to think of a sort of um, a new thing uh, I have at the end um, be good be useful get married have kids 
<laughs> right, I love you. I will see you tomorrow.